2: bounce forward with comcast business help your business bounce forward today with this amazing offer for a limited time ask how to get a 500 dollars prepaid card call 1-800-501-6000 or go online today to learn more comcast business restrictions apply new comcast business customers only call for restrictions and complete details
3: good evening and welcome to another episode of make united great again fresh off a two nil win on the up block i'm gonna start with rodney how's it going
0: yeah, yeah what's good man
3: we're good brother uh, elijah how's it going my G? I'm all good, man. It's still 9am. We out here. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll talk on that. And Dissu, uh, you, how you doing, G? Yeah,
1: not bad, not bad, not bad.
3: Nothing heavy. Something light for them, yeah?
1: Yeah, nothing
3: too heavy. Alright, cool. So we're going to get in straight away. So we're just coming off a 2-0 win away at Stanford Bridge. Uh, let's get your opinions on the performance, lads. So I'm going to go around the uh, room, see what you guys thought of the performance. I want your player ratings. But before we do the player ratings, what was your opinions when you saw the lineup before we started? And we'll start with you, Elijah.
2: Um, I thought the team was pretty decent. I mean, this seems to be his go-to shape when we go away from home against a big team, three at the back. Uh four midfield, one be, one behind Marshall and James or Marshall and Rashford. But Marshall and James and then basically the strikers have this role where they split really wide. They essentially play as all wingers. And then the number ten um is either out 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 of possession, he's marking the DM and then in it he's trying to make runs into the box whenever he can. But um yeah, I mean I, I wasn't too happy with the fact that Ram was Right wing back again because Liverpool and Man City away in the League Cup, he was awful on the ball, and it really it's really hard to build any attacks when we have to funnel it down one side because our better ball players are on that left side. We have Fred, Shaw, Williams, and Marshall who are essentially the best technical players in our team, which is a big fat shame. But if that's the case, it's just it's just, it's it's cutting off one side of the pitch. So going into it, I, I was thinking we're going to have to sit back, circle up pressure, let Chelsea have the lion's share possession and then try and hit them on the break as we've done in the two games previous. The game looked pretty much how I thought it would would do. I mean, we did we looked very, I mean, to be, to be fair, it was just a normal performance from United. We weren't very good on the ball. We weren't close enough in many spaces. Chelsea from playing at all. We didn't create much chance, ch- much chance at all. As out before the goal, outside of Martial, basically turning on it, passing to Bruno, him, him, do- him and Bruno doing a one-two, and then for some reason he took it with his left when he should have taken it with his right, and um, it just went past post. Apart from that, we didn't do much in that first half at all. Um, yeah, and then the goal, the goal was just out of nothing. To be honest, like didn't expect the 1v1 play for, from Wuambasaka. I mean, it was against Williams, so it's not like a fullback, but still. To he get put
3: it. the guy in a spin
2: cycle, hit him with yeah. a hezzy, then hit him with a hezzy again, and the cross was nice, boy. <laughs> the cross was really nice, and then that is actually an excellent he- header from Marshall. I, the thing is with Marshall, he's actually, when you see the goals he scores with headers, they're actually good headers as well, but he just doesn't do it enough. He doesn't get, get across his man enough, he doesn't, <laughs> he doesn't pin. His guy at the back post enough, so it's something he really need, needs to work on because he's w- when he does get his head on it, he can't actually put it put it in, in the net really well. Um, yeah, apart from that, Marshall, that was, that was the worst performance I've seen from him in the first half. He let Chris, like he let Chris Chris Sensen bully him, like, bully him, bully bull. bully it. Bull. It was absolutely ridiculous. He kept giving giving the ball away. His hold-up play was ridiculous. Like, for some reason, he tried to do this thing where he tried to hold Crescentia at arm's length, and then Crescentia just kept coming around him and uh, uh, and just nicking the ball away. Really poor. James was as crap as he usually is, so what can you say? Bruno was on the periphery. Fred, first half, found it a bit difficult because we just won't keep the ball well enough. Matic, that that was probably his worst performance of the season. Williams was really poor on the ball today really really poor Mate, he looked really nervous for some reason like that's the most nervous I've seen I've I've seen him Wan-Bissaka, yeah and I think the back three were were pretty good Shaw was really good Bai incredible uh, Maguire was Maguire was good I mean there was sometimes he still got spun by bats and it was just it's just weird man like I don't like him 1v1 at all and if you're the middle guy in the back three, <sighs> there's gonna be times when v one when the team is out of shape and you're gonna yeah, get definitely a, def- a lot, to, to a lot of space. He's actually like atrocious one v one, like
3: yeah. atrocious. Any sort of sharp movement or turn and he's yeah. du- he's dusted.
2: Yeah, so it's, yeah, it's just scary. I mean, second half it was, I don't think, it, it was it wasn't a good performance. It was just I don't know what difference between the first second half was I just think it was just because the game was a bit more back to front in terms of like it was just basically just going from one box to the other it made us look better but we weren't we didn't really do much I mean most of our better chances came from set pieces um, yeah it wasn't a good, it wasn't a really good performance the only, re- the only real standouts were by F- Fred's second half was incredible like, like for some reason, in these big games, in the second half, he really comes out. Like Liverpool away, Man City away, he he came out and showed the second half day.
3: spends it. the first half rattled. Yeah, and
2: you know that. Uh,
3: <laughs> yeah, that GIF with uh, the baby eating a chicken wing, a hot one. <laughs> F it. Yeah. Like, what have I got to lose now? Yeah. He was Man. covering ground on a matting,
2: like, and then on the ball as well. Like he he was making decent decisions on the ball like little, little touches here and there Bruno put in the first good cross I've seen from United player in ages,
3: like 70s ages and he hit the post with a free
2: kick that's he our dead that's our dead ball specialist now and then there was even the one where he got it to Maguire at the back post That that free kick was from where Dima where D, where D, D- mm-hmm. Maria, you, you used to cross it from like five years ago. F it. And he got like, just that. Just let run. it go. Let it go. Wait, Marshall was ready. You know, hungry. Yeah, yeah. I'm hungry. Them right. man are hungry. Yeah. So like that, that uh, that was good to see. But yeah, Bay was that block from Kovacic was Quality. incredible, man. Quality. Incredible. Like on, like the thing is with Bay, when, when, when he when he plays like that, it's like you have to stay fit because he's so immense like he's just a proper defender and then he gives you these moments where just ice on the cake where he's doing step overs in, in, in his own box and just like ah oh man like that was a proper and that was his first start in 10 months it's like it's ridiculous man Like I was so I was so impressed and ha- happy that he played that well sure as well he somehow found a home at left centre-back. To be fair, it makes sense. He doesn't have to close down anyone. He can be in that. He can stay narrow. He doesn't have to confront anyone. So, he can be a pussy in, in a sense. So, yeah, man. Not a great performance, but not. it was just... I think Chelsea were bad enough to make it look average. Cool. Dissy, uh, what did you think? Um, the, the
3: blood of my enemies, I, I'm being honest with you. That's how I feel right now. The pain is giving me energy,
1: energizing me. Fam, I, I can't love lie it. That game couldn't. Of, okay, outside of performance, that couldn't have gone any better for me, fam. Mitchie, disaster class. Barshall <laughs> goal. Yeah. Barshall goal. Goals be disallowed. <laughs> Buying master class, it's like. Guys are getting
3: nosebleeds, you know?
1: <laughs> Man like nah. a pad the pitch cuts like No, no, nah, nah, it, it was delicious still. Um I thought United did way better than I thought they would. Um, I think Kante going off um definitely changed the game because Chelsea went to a more like a 4 2 3 1 and then it made it so much easier for our midfield to like have more time on the ball and pass around Chelsea's Higgy press. Um I thought Fred was, I thought Fred and Matic were really good. Relatively, like I thought, they were good on the ball. They were always, what I liked about Fran match, they didn't hide from the ball, like a certain Scottish, um, sc- Scottish midfielder. I'm not sure if you know who he is, but like they were always showing for the ball, no matter what pressure Chelsea were doing, and then they were able to pass it first time round the corner into one of the fullbacks, which was really good. Um, Martial was just bad. I just, to honest, I just, it's frustrating. Like the way he was playing was really weird. Like he 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 just kept on wanting to come feet, come feet, and he'll come feet, and he went. Able to pin Christiansen. but second half he was able to pin Zuma, who's ten times stronger. Doesn't make sense. Um, he showed two bits of quality: the one where he um, got the ball turned, ran, played a one-two Bruno, and then like Elijah said, Fiji's right foot. I'm pretty sure he scores, and obviously the header. Um, Daniel James, terrible player, but not his fault. Just happy, just happy to be here. And I was, just, I was really impressed with um, by and um Shaw at the back i thought they did really really well what i liked about both of them is that even when they nicked the ball back and stepped in they were good in possession as well which was um which was very important bruno was wasn't really effective in the game but limited possession um chelsea weren't very good to be honest um, they lack a lot of quality you could definitely see lack a lot of quality lack a lot of ideas Anyway, and I think Mitchy made it so easy for our defenders because Maguire was just stepping in but he spun him a few times because Maguire's a bum at like that but it was just easy for us I think when Jurid came on like they were able to like link the play a lot better because Jurid can actually play football unlike Mitchy. and yeah we 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 got a bit lucky with the offside because that was really really close but I did I did think the first Salah was a good decision because I don't think Fred really pushed him that much like you see that you see those in every phase of play, like a little arm, a side arm push. He doesn't really extend it, whereas um, Aspie just like two hand pushed <laughs> Brandon Williams. So yeah, um, have got a decent away win, I would say.
3: Cool. And last but not least, Rodney, what did you think of that performance? At this, before the game, you <laughs> asked which buy we were gonna get today. Which buy did we get, brother? And
0: we got a bit of both. We got a bit <laughs> so, you know, what? it's so weird this guy. Cause I watch him and think, no, oh, for fuck's sake, bye. And then other times I watch him like, this guy is fucking sick. He just, I, he just, he's mad. He's an anomaly. It's so just,
3: frustrating. You know, next yeah. game he's gonna make a mad mistake, man.
0: Yeah. Even in the game, like there was a few times where he gave the ball away and he put mm. us under pressure and he didn't really need to do that. And there was other times where he was doing Ronaldinho in our box and I'm like, if you can do that in a box under pressure around free opposition. Why are you giving the ball away under no pressure? And it's a five-yard pass. I just, you know, he he gets the hard things right and the easy things wrong. I just, I don't yeah, know he how, loves I'd the ball. He loves the ball. So yeah. when he gets it, he doesn't like to just
3: give it up. He has to do a little madness before, before it. Before every game, they just need to show him clips of that PSG performance, so that will humble him. Still.
0: Yeah, yeah. Nah, but all in all, that was a good performance from Bay. That's what his first start in how long at the bridge and he did he did really well. Him and Shaw, like the other two have said, were um good, but again, when you're playing um in the back three and you've got five in front of you or you've got five sitting with you, it makes it easier, right? And you've got Brandon Williams on your left hand side. So Shaw's work was sort of limited in what he had to do in the game. So the less you gotta do, the better you can be, right? So in terms of Shaw's performance, I'm going to say I was OK. He didn't really have much to do anyway, like Elijah said. He could just be a pussy at the back. But it's better than what we've seen in recent weeks. I don't... Elijah spoke on um splitting of our, stri- our strikers. I don't understand it. I, it doesn't make any sense to me because we're not going to get the ball into Bruno. So him making space for him to run into, or Fred or whoever's going to make that run into the box, Makes no sense because we're not getting the ball out wide quick enough. We're not getting the ball in the box. We're not playing through the lines. So why are we splitting our two strikers? It doesn't make any sense. I don't understand the point in doing it if we're not going to get the ball to them. It's pointless. It just looks stupid. It just makes Martial look like he's just being lazy out on the left. When In actual fact, that's an instruction. He was bad. To, he was bad today, but what he was being asked to do just makes no sense. Because the ball's not getting to him anyway. And when it was get when it was getting to him, he wasn't holding it up. And he's playing on the left and he's having to come inside. No, nah, I didn't... Martial was bad, but I don't, don't like that role that Solskjaer gives him in big games with, where you split and you pull out wide and then one... Normally the number 10 is like Lingard or AP. And even then Bruno still wasn't getting in because nobody's finding him. So it's just pointless. Again, today we look like 11 strangers, like nobody could string any passes together. I think Fred and Matt is with it. Matic had, like, a bad, like, 15, 20 minutes in the game. Matic is than...
3: another madman, like. In one segment of play, he'll, like, win it off the man nicely. And then, again, he'll get gassed and try hold on to it for too long, try to stride yeah. out, and then they'll take it back off him, man.
0: He needs to chill. Chill small, yeah? <laughs> he, had a, he had a bad period, but him and Fred, like um, Dissie was saying, they showed really well for the ball. Most of the time, they kept the ball really well. They weren't really paying in between the lines or slapping balls through to Bruno. They weren't really finding Bruno a lot, but you don't really expect that from them. So that you're not gonna start criticising them for things they can't do. Aaron Wambasaka apart from the assist going forward, he's just he's just short of ideas, man, going forward. Um Brandon Williams on the ball today, he just yeah, he kept giving the ball away, like passing inside and when you when, when we're when we're countering and you're passing the ball inside and we're losing the ball and you're giving the ball to Kovacic, who's a ball carrier, you're putting us under pressure. So today he was really bad. I've I've not seen him perform like that. Is yeah. that honest with you? Yeah. That that was shocking from him. Um, Daniel James is just oh man. I said before, when we saw the lineup, we should just play Greenwood because technically he's a better player and he's he's more composed. And I think he'll find players better when he gets on the ball. Don't get me wrong, Dan James is a tryer, but. Nah, it's just there's not enough there to say. Yeah, we're starting away at the bridge. For what reason? I don't. I. I no, nah, that I, I don't understand the decision to keep starting Dan James. Just it's just a weird one. Maguire again, like Batshuari is not fit. He hasn't played in how many weeks? Who? <laughs> What's
3: his name? Batshuari bro. Yeah, that's what. I call him. <laughs> that sounds <laughs> like sort <coughs> of his actual name. What's his name? Calamari
1: and um, man, man. then make up Tandori <laughs> tando- dishes you know
3: that's <laughs> why <laughs> I said swap that
0: guy. Said, Schwab don't Schwab play dishes. enough to know his name <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> <But> yeah keep <laughs> keep cooking
0: to get, to get spun like that by my man oh, it's, just, it's, it's shocking <laughs> man twice it happened as well and he got megged for the um, is it the coverage it or some shit like that yeah he when he comes out and a
3: player's coming at him He's always you know he gets, he gets fun, beat it? every time. Like this isn't every right. Time. He
0: can't keep getting away with this. No, but actually, you know what? I think I I was going a bit light on Marshall. He was fucking crap today, man. He I'm was poor. I don't know like, why you were
3: allowing him at the yeah, at yeah, the yeah, start. No, no, no. Every time, like the thing is, yeah, you know, I get it. You're going long periods without getting the ball, but when that yeah. ball cuts to your outlet, you have to, at the bare Might minimum, poor, hold it up. So the pressure can come off us for a little bit and we can get up the pitch. All that's happening there. He'd get it. Christiansen will come and take it off him. And then the pressure's back on. And then he had that one moment, I think, when he did the one-two. And then he had the left foot shot. And I think he got... After that, he was like, actually, I can kind of get through these, man, if I want to. And then, great. The header was a very, very good finish. And then he was much brighter in the second half. So you can tell that he's a confidence player. But... You're too good to be a man whose performance ebbs and flows depending on how confident you exactly. feel. Even the exactly. days where you're not feeling it, you need to be still trying to get the ball and get touches on the ball, man. That's something he needs to really, really work on, especially when he's looking around and your options are Daniel, Daniel, James, bro. That's who you have to link up with. So we no. need you to, we need you to do, to do a bit. I think he held a few knocks, and I was waiting for him to pull up like he was injured on a mad thing, but yeah. but, but he firmed it. He firmed it still.
0: Yeah, man. I, I thought nine a.m. was all about link up, play, hold up, play, and all that, but it was fucking shocking. I don't, I don't know how man can run with that. Na- you know what? I'm on to him now because I don't know how man can run with nine a.m. and he was just, and you know, like he scored and everyone was like, yeah, fucking Marshall FC Oh, like man. No, I let him off nah, nah nah, nah,
2: nah, nah, I'm not doing that. You can't. He he he's damned if he do, damned if he don't. If he scores and he plays shit, he he is he's a number nine. It doesn't matter. if He scored. it's calm. If no, because and, that's and, not what you. lot have been. That's not what. No, 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 no. But, but that's what everyone else says. So you can't have it both. You can't have it both ways. If he plays shit and he scores, you have to say, okay, he's a striker. He scored. No, I can't. I can't he, ignore shit performances. No, me, fam, me neither. I said it myself. People poor today, and I'm not gonna ignore yeah. it. But for everyone else, they always say with Martial or uh, yeah. everyone talks about the link up players that that. If he scores, you can't chat. You can't chat. You can't chat ch- ch- about him. And that, and that's it for, for me. So he
0: drops one out of tens and man, after that. Yeah, he scored, you know, or something, man. Yeah. <coughs> he's shit, man. Watch.
4: He's shit. He's that's shit, awesome. shit oh, bruv. Who's this? Who's this? He's it. shit, <laughs> bruv. Come on, man. You know who it is, man. <laughs> BJR, my lord. BJR. oh say BJR, my
3: man. lord, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> All right, someone went to Catholic school. All right. Come, what did you think of the game, sir? Thanks, thanks for joining us, by the way. Yeah.
4: Oh man, you know, man. you <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. What did you but think yeah, of the man. performance? Um, actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me I, I was like the last minute because I was doing something in it, and then like I, I've literally just been going through like some of the highlights, watching on um, Monday Night Football, whatever. But I was just getting the update from people, basically people telling me that Martial plays shit. Uh, but I wasn't surprised. Do you know what I mean? We know what he's about. I mean, we know what that dons on. Um, ho- hopefully, we can get a swap deal Marshall for Hallen, um in about a year or so. And then, yeah, we'll move moving.
3: <laughs> cool. <laughs> cool. All right. All right. So, we've, we've touched on the game. We've obviously gone to the op block on the win not been particularly good and then they've had decisions go against them which shouldn't have all right i'm going to go through some of the decisions i want to hear what you guys think should Maguire have been sent off no no for uh i'm just sorry
4: i I, saw, I just i just watched it i, I don't think he should have been sent off
3: seb no uh elijah yep yes <laughs> just see yeah yeah, alright. So we've got two yeses, two nos. Uh, I'll break the tie with a no because I'm a piece of shit. Um, <laughs> down there. Um, should William have been booked for diving? No, no. Alright, of no. course. So, Odysseus said no. Elijah said no. Uh, Seb? That
4: didn't work. did see bit. that
0: one. Uh, Rodney? No. No. Th- this is mad. No. no. Uh, Mariah, my
3: vote counts for four. So I say yes, again, because I'm a piece of shit. So that's another <laughs> yes. Giroud, um, I mean... The rules that's are the rules. the rules, That's offside. The Them's the rules, man.
0: Them's
3: the, the rules. The, all right, them the rules, right. Cool. So I think we're kind of um, all in agreement that every decision that was made was actually correct. So I guess we... Oh, yeah. And um,
2: who scored the, for the corner? Zoom up, but the push from Aspie,
3: yeah. And Doesn't should push, that have man. been, should that have been uh chalked off? Yeah,
2: yeah,
0: definitely. Come on, that push was the push and um, uh, Aspie the Critters back weren't enough for him to extend both arms, the yeah, man. Arms that far, come on, man. a was right,
2: cool, like, yeah. like, like, on the tube and that, just trying to, yeah, right, yeah, <laughs> you're pushing man on, on the tube, yeah.
3: Like, <laughs> <laughs> All right, Elijah, you know, stick talk. I respect (laughs) it. All right, cool. So with that being said and with business being handled, uh, the top five race is looking pretty interesting at the moment. So just to reel off the table for you guys, and I'll I'll start from uh, below. So it says Liverpool, some team in second, and then Leicester. So obviously Leicester have got 50 points. They're pretty clear. Chelsea are fourth with 41 points. Spurs are fifth with 40 Sheffield United are 6th with 39, and we're 7th with 38. Uh, our Please next... below us. Sorry? He's below us. Uh, we've got Wolves, who are two points below us. Everton have the same amount of points as Wolves, and then some North London team uh, is uh, two points further back in 10th tenth pla- tenth place, but we don't talk about them. Um, obviously, with what's happened with City, it's looking like it is going to be a top-five situation for this season. Do you think we can do it, boys? No. no. Oh wow! All right. Fair enough. <laughs> all right, you see, why I'm calm. Yeah, people are like, oh yeah, Oli's gonna say, Oli's gone. My g's. Oli's nah, nah, gone. Oli's gone. Regardless of what he does, so losing to us, you can no longer be like, oh yeah, that means Oli's gonna stay a bit longer. You just lost to a shit team. That's all. That's wow. all. <laughs> and if you could give us top five on top of that, that's that's Oi. a nice parting gift.
0: Why is Oli gone?
3: Because they know he's shit, like his record is just nowhere near good enough, nowhere near good enough for them to justify keeping him. And uh, in regards to some other things that we'll speak on later on in the pod, like the the pressure, the pressure's on him. So, uh, with the topic of volley, let's let's go to some interesting events this evening. Uh, One, uh, Mino... Big Bulls Raiola has come out with, uh, with a proper stick talk for Oli. So I think this was, and correct me if I'm wrong, guys, I, I think this was all started off by um, Oli saying that Pogba may not play again for, that, for us this season. Is that
1: correct? I don't know. He, yeah, he, yeah, something along those lines. Exactly. It sounded like that. I, wasn't, I didn't read the full comments. Maybe Elijah could discuss on that, but it sounded
3: like that. It sounded yeah. something along those lines. So Mino Raiola has come out and he's basically said that Paul um, is not a slave. Essentially, obviously, he didn't use those words specifically, but basically, he's not your property. He's not my property either. And um, watch yourself, big man. So, obviously, yeah, a lot man, of pe- a lot of people man, don't man, like man. him, but he gets that's the like, job done. He gets the that's job that's done that's for that's real, for real. That's like,
1: of all the things you got to worry about, I'm telling you, this is the least, big man. Like, once yeah, we- so your job, man, so your job on
4: LinkedIn, because, like, man, I'm on <laughs> <fine>.
1: Yeah.
4: Yeah. Um, <laughs> so. Yeah, with Mino, yeah, um, it's either he probably knows something like in the background or 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 whatnot, but for me, he's a cancer, though. Man, you know what, I'm as like I rate him, but I don't rate him, like, I'd rate him if he was greasing off somebody else's manager, but the fact that he's doing it to our club, yeah, it just compounds, it compounds. because we're crap
3: because we're crap the only reason he's doing this is because he's been given the green light by his client so I don't rate them do your thing do your thing. Mm. Don't forget what you promised Paul in the summer. So, obviously, he probably said to Paul, all right, give me Believe. one more season. Yeah, give me one more season, please, yeah? And then you can go in the summer. And now, mm-hmm. Oli's trying to come... With, like, Oli's a bit malicious, you know? He comes out with some sneaky, sneaky There's Mourinho-esque some yeah, some sneaky yeah. comments. And Raul obviously knows Pogba doesn't want to say anything. Pogba's a respectful guy, all being, all being said, man. If I was him at this point, I'd be moving mad. So, he gets his guy to do it, the guy that he pays him to speak up for him. And he's telling Oli, like, you need to watch yourself, bruv, right? So, I ain't mad at it at all. He, obviously, it's a shame that we're in this position, but, oh. bruv, you you would want your guy riding for you in, in any case if it was the uh, shoe was on your foot, man. Uh, what do you think of the comments,
2: Elijah? Because I know you keep your ear to the streets. Yeah, so I saw... Um, so, basically, it was about the fact that... Um, uh, I think Mino made some comments earlier in the week about um, talking. Of just I can't remember what exactly they were about, but he, I think he even intimated that that he's going to stop talking about Pogba now because you know just too much hype around it. And then Oli said in his Friday press conference that um, uh, Pogba isn't Mino's. Pogba is our player. So that's where the whole thing about um,
3: ah, the, okay. the
2: whole the, the whole the whole kind of you don't own Pogba. Pogba is his own person thing. So I think that is just what made um, Raul go off on one because just like saying he's basically he basically just told like, Rauler just basically just shut up. Like you need to stop talking. He's our player. He's, he's under our contract. We will do what we want. Basically. So I think that's where it all stemmed from. But yeah, I mean, it's it's just silly because like, it's just because like, this is just basically it's getting to a point now where Man United might just might just move difficult for no reason. Like they might just demand money that they know no one will want to pay for, but just to piss off Raula. Because it's getting to a point now where. Raul is basically speaking on United every two weeks he's, just, he's, he's saying, saying shit about Woodward he's just saying shit about, about our structure about Solskjaer like, it's like if you keep on doing that you might anger someone to the point where they do something which doesn't benefit themselves just to piss you off and we've like I mean it's just a silly situation and like both sides just need to just shut up and it'll be this whole situation would be much easier if Pogba was on the pitch, but because he's not, it's like he's in the background. He, he's he's kind of just like casting a big shadow over everything by not playing, even though he casts a big shadow when he is when he is playing. But that's more to do with how he's perceived by the pundits and everything and forms and stuff like that. But I would much rather that than this drama behind the scenes because it's just it's just childish and it's just it's just taken away. I mean, it's good that it's taken away from the pitch because we're absolutely crap, but, man, like, it's, it's just stupid. And Oh, uh, man, like, that break
3: that we had, oh, that was so mate, good, man.
2: Ah, oh, so good. There was no way I was coming on lo- last week, man. I couldn't do, do, do it for, for another week. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't do it. But, yeah, but, yes, but, like, United really need to find a way just to, like, get... They need to stop giving agents so much power at the club because, first, it was Mendes. And now it's Raiola. Like, now we've just got to find a way where we're not dealing with these power agents to a point where they have so much power, where they they can just speak out like they want. And obviously, that part a part of that plays with just being a good team. But another part of that, just being... That's all of it, really. Think about it. If,
3: If these players are coming here and they're happy their agents don't have to speak out. The thing is, people like these power agents, these agents work for these players. So if Raiola is coming out to speak, it's because Paul Pogba wants him to speak. If Paul Pogba was happy, his agent doesn't have to speak. So working with these power agents is not the issue. It comes back to the core issue that we are not... Everything he's saying is true. Like, yes. who could actually listen to what he's saying and say, oh, no, no, you know no, what no. he's saying? Everything he's saying is true. And everything is trained is true the only difference is that if it was a a less well known or less outspoken agent they probably wouldn't have been as vocal as he is but there's a reason why he gets results and there's a reason why when players want to move to big clubs they will go and get him to be their man uh, to be their agent so when I don't have a problem with us having these super agents linked to our club what we need to worry about is the most important thing which is having a good structure in place that means when they get us these players these players stay with us they're happy to be here and at, at the moment the, the love of Man United is is dimming very very quickly boy as we all as we all know anyone else want to add any thoughts on this
1: yeah I think um, I wanted to I some to ask you like what do you think he meant by remember what he said to Pogba in the summer and secondly I I just wish that if you search for Reno's name there's so many people calling him a cancer he's a disgrace to football I just wish people to wake up. He's just an agent. He's part of football as well. He's acting not on the behalf of his client and he's the best at his job. He he, more more footballers need agents like Rayola and they won't get taken a piss out of to a certain degree. You see what I'm saying? Like if if we look at it from Rayola and Pogba's perspective, they could have gone they could have gone anywhere they wanted to in twenty sixteen. They chose to go to Manchester United for whatever reasons. Yeah, cool. United finished fourth. And fifth in back to back years, I think won a young FA Cup, coming in with Zlatan, Mickey, and Mourinho, you're thinking, okay, cool, it's gonna be a patterned club. United, since four years later, United are probably in the worst in their worst position they've been in. In fact, since Fergie. So this is probably the worst United's team and prospects since 2013. Why on earth were one of the best players in the world and one of our most highly regarded players want to be anywhere near there? It doesn't make sense. There's a reason why Barcelona and PSG and Bayern Munich don't really deal with these type of noises because they're, their situations are patterned. The situations are patterned. Do you, is there not Mendes and Rayola Clients at all these clubs? Of course there is. So it's just that he's doing what he needs to do to get Pogba out the door. And I think the United fans should worry more about why the best player in the club, by an absolute distance, and the biggest star the club has probably ever signed. I can't remember United signing somebody with much status worldwide. I can't remember. Maybe you look at um, um jog my memory on that. Why is it enough a quality player going out the door? That's what United fans should be worried about. Instead of just uh, oh, Fergie what's right about Mino. You know? Like okay, cool, we sell Pogba, and uh, what do we do next? Like that should be our biggest issue. But boy, it's it's, it's mad. Shout out Mino though. He's a flipping G. I like, I like that energy. Oh, he get, it he gets it done, yeah? Yeah, he gets it done. I remember when, Mickey, when Dortmund trying to load the Mickey fee, man flipped a couple of tables. They said 26 M's, bruv, take it. Do <laughs> you see what I'm saying? <laughs> that's the, that's the cool. I mean,
3: after such a positive result, I mean, it, like I said, in the, in the grand scheme of things, it means nothing because we're still crap and Oli's out uh some more some more uh, good news to get onto so there was a report that came out last week basically said that at this point manchester united are the 16th most uh, powerful club from a financial standpoint uh as a man united fan who's always had that trump card of hey, listen man the money's there to always fall back on and i think we've always had that faith that as as long as we can get the right structure in place we've got the money to quickly climb up the rungs again to see that that was that rattled me somewhat um i didn't read it because i didn't want to be rattled even further but i know you did Elijah so can you for those of our listeners who may not have seen or read it can you break down how how that uh, ranking was um was put together and what it means in real terms going forward
2: so i didn't read the report this year as in depth as previous years but I do know the methodology that they use so it's based on like five factors so it's based on the value of the players that you have the other assets that you have then you have the owner potential the owner's potential to put money into your club then you have your cash in your bank then you have your net debt and it is weighted so that the owner's potential to put money into a club and your cash at bank are more important factors than the other, other three so when you look at it like that you know for a fact that the Glazers are not going to put money into our club because since they've been here the only money that has come in through them has been through shareholders buying into the club and with cash last summer we actually we actually spent a lot of money from our cash balance because of the because the signings we made, we paid a lot a lot of it up, up front. So in terms of those two, those are the reasons why we dropped so badly. Because I think the season before, we were like eighth or something something like that. Then we're back down 16 because we're not going to have owners who are pumping in money. And our cash has depleted quite a bit. Plus, we have this big debt. And our player assets are horrendous. Because we lost... Lukaku and Sanchez, who as people, the way people perceive them, but they still have. They are still an asset as a player. There's still Herrera lost. They're still Fellaini. Like these are assets that were actually, like, tan- like not tangible. They were assets that ha- that actually held some value. So, and we didn't replace them that well. We replaced them with a lot of younger players, essentially. So, in terms of that, it's not as. Con- Concerning the problem is is that with the play with with the players is that it's very uh, it's very bad because once Pogba's gone we do not have players of much value at all so if we want to revamp the squad and we're not going to have only pumping in money and then if we are continually going in the cycle where we're getting worse and worse our ability to bring in sponsors to cover the debt and stuff like that it will be harder. And then we'll have to keep selling those. So it now it's looking like there is potential where it's just a bit, it's a bit on the edge on how, on how much money and how much financial power we have. But I don't think, though, I don't think it's as concerning as people made out to be because last year we were eighth, and Spurs were higher than us last season, just simply because of the fact that they had to take out a major loan for the stadium and they had a lot of cash in the bank. So, stuff like that, they basically weigh, weigh, weigh heavily towards your owner, putting in money into the club and the cash you have. That's why PSG and City are just top two because they are clear with their owners because they will pump money in, into that club. So, in terms of that, it's not as concerning as people have made it out to be, but it's still of a concern, especially to United because seeing that, and it's not, yeah, so seeing that is a bit concerned because it's something where it is not, it's it's things that are based on actual facts because they pulled their figures from many different places, Bloomberg, transfer market, stuff like that. So, yeah, that, I mean, yeah, it's a bit half and half for, for me. But yeah, I think Woodward should be concerned because it is looking like there is potential for United to go, the way of Liverpool
3: at this point alright cool <laughs> lovely uh, and thanks for that Elijah that was oh, that,
1: that's, that, a, that, that's a neat breakdown
3: yeah nice nice and concise breakdown and from there we'll finish up with our, our listeners questions uh, somebody shamefully tweeted the listeners questions and tried to put my name on it so I think it's also no foolish questions please and then they put my name on it. I mean, we can all guess who it is, but I think they'll eventually reveal themselves within this segment. Um, I will start with... Rah, Baller DB. Man ain't even asking any questions. What does a success- successful first season for Poch look like? Realistic I'm expectation, dead. please. <laughs> I'm,
4: dead. <laughs> I'm dead. I'm Anyone dead. Anyone
0: care to answer the man's questions? Uh, Third. did I tell you, I told you, Bob.
3: Third, you <laughs> You tweeted that, and nobody's listening, evidently. So go on, Sim
4: Yeah, third. So uh, finishing third would be is that a title um,
3: challenge or just a th- just spam, just your third?
4: Um, definitely a title challenge, man. Definitely yeah. a challenge challenge because if if Poch comes in, uh, we know you know United will at least give him a young two hundred mil. Do you know what I mean? You a young sure two hundred mil. what uh,
3: Elijah just said. Like that yeah, does, yeah, that, yeah. that does concern me, but I, I packed that thing too. But I so that thing. <laughs> bro, if you do come around here you will get crapped. <laughs> but uh um, sure, yeah, they got two hundred mil for him. <laughs> you ain't sure. Even though like but yeah, keep I going. Think
4: we ain't got peas. Even though we ain't got peas and stuff like that yet, I feel like two hundred mil is like a young thing. Like we'll, we'll give you a young two hundred mil. Like um like we do have that somewhere, do you know what I mean? We can we can quickly do a quick a quick do and you can get a quick two hundred. Um and then also I feel like um if Pogba leaves the Pogba fee, but they're trying to say Ramsey and Rabio for Pogba, I want the piece Do you know what I mean? Like I don't want Ramsey and Rabiot Um so if we can get the piece for Pogba um on top of whatever United have, plus like Lukaku Piece, I think we should be okay, man. Like, I feel like... Um, I feel the like Lukaku P's
3: went on uh, Maguire, my G. Them Lukaku P's went on a defender no. who can't defend one-on-one, but continue. It's
4: true, so That Lukaku piece, well, the Pogba piece anyway, um, spend that. And, yeah, but I think players would want to come in for um, Poch rather than, like, um you know, I don't think... Players really want to come in for Oli, but then again, there was uh, talks of Madison and Grealish saying it doesn't matter who the manager is. We're on, we're on my, we're on our knees; like they want to roll through. So, um, yeah, man, third uh, would be something, and a title challenge at least.
3: Cool. Uh, anyone else want to answer that question, Rodney? Perhaps. What <laughs> What was the question again? I I mean you heard it, mate, but I'll, I'll answer it again. Uh, what does a successful first season for Poch look like? Realistic expectations, please.
0: No, I'll pass them down.
3: Alright, cool. So, that's one strike for Rodney. Um, it's got a question from MK. In the PO era, how many times did we buy the league? The ones that jump out to me are thirteen, two thousand and 2009, 2008, 2003, uh, 1999. It's uh, difficult one to answer um, I think just because our model was kind of we had the most money we just signed the best players from within the league and obviously that stopped the teams around us kind of consolidating and be- ever becoming real real threats so um, what, what do you guys think in response to Superfly MK's question how many times did we buy the league in the Premier League era I don't
4: think we bought the link in 13 to be fair. Like, I, f- I feel like like we, we took a risk on Van Persie. Um, obviously, it was the best strike. Well, one of the best strikers. We took a risk on him, but I don't think we bought the league per se. We bought, oh, well, I saw we only bought one player. Yeah, so uh, for me, I don't think that was buying the league, but. um. Yeah, man. Nothing. We just flexed on these broke boys for time innit? but now they've come to the reap. They've come to reap. Uh, so, yes, yeah, it's, it's a bit of a mad thing. I don't really know. It's a bit of a hard question. I just don't think for uh, thirteen. So you disagree with thirteen? Yeah, but yeah, the
3: other ones you'd say fair enough.
4: Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, fair All enough. Right,
3: um, anyone else want to answer that question if they can?
2: No. Okay. I don't think I don't think United have ever really. Well, not in my memory. I don't think we really bought the league. Even when we won it back in 2006 07, we only bought Carrick that uh, the summer. The summer after that, we got Nanny, Hargis, and Anson. And to be fair, a lot of them didn't even really start mostly in our start 11 consistently when we won the league and the Champions League. So it's like, I, I wouldn't say we bought the league in those years. Even 2012 13, we just bought. One Van Persie, and him and Rooney
3: were just flexing on the rest of the league, too, to be fair, so. <laughs> okay, flexing on
2: <laughs> them it. boys, yeah. Um, do you know what? I think what people remember from
3: that Fergie's reign is uh, we broke the record with Veron, <laughs> we broke the record with Rio, <laughs> we broke the record with Ronaldo, then broke it with Rooney in the same summer. So we across his reign, we did spend quite a bit of money on... A few players, but I think yeah, if you're talking about ugh, the seasons we won the league, which I guess was most of the time anyway. Yeah. Um, when you trace back the, those summer signings, I don't think yeah, I mean one, one big in every summer, I wouldn't quite call buying the league. So I, I guess um, people don't agree with you uh, with that particular question, Mk. Uh, got a question from It's Like Underscore: What's Sir uh, Alex Ferguson's legacy? Looking back at the squad he left. And covering up for the lack of investment. Um, just, what are your feelings on that question?
1: Can you read the question, please?
3: Um, what's Sir uh, Alex Ferguson's legacy looking back at the squad he left and covering up for the lack of investment?
1: I, I think his legacy was excellent. probably the greatest manager that's ever what the face of the earth. I feel the squad that he left, think, that's my his business, man, man gave you a title every two years, like, you went patting up, fam, so, um, <laughs> I think, you know what I mean, um, I thought, obviously, he was able to paper over the cracks, with um, he's been able to maximise certain players that, ever since he left, the likes of Jones and Smalling and Valencia and Young just look scary as so hell after, so, um, yeah, that's, that's his legacy, um, top, top, manager and
3: you'll get the best out of his players. Cool. Does anyone uh, uh, disagree with this? No. Okay. Uh, Got a question from Ali underscore Port. Do you think Marshall is actually not cut out as a striker or is this a poor run of form only?
0: He's not a striker.
3: He's not a striker,
0: yeah? Simple. He's not cut out for it. What do you think about... Um, He's not cut out for the number nine, role. He needs he does see the problem with Martial, he lacks intensity, he lacks desire and he doesn't know his style yet. Until he figures that out, then he's not he's not ready for the at United, ready for the number nine position. He does see the thing about it, most strikers or elite strikers know their game. They know what they want to do on the ball. They know they know what their style is. Like if I ask the panel right now, what type of style is Martial as a forward, they're just gonna tell me hold up, play, link up, play all this bullshit. He's just, he's, at the moment, he doesn't know his own game for us to be able to say, like, cool, Marshalls, this Marshalls, that. So, I'm going
2: to say um, not, not a nine. Um, for me, I think he's been really poor since the Arsenal game. He's been like really, really poor. Like today was shocking. Wolves was very bad. What was the game before that? City, he wasn't good City. at all. Liverpool, I mean, Liverpool. He's next on Tranmere. Ah, uh, he he was shocking that game too. Yeah, he, uh, wasn't he was even good in that game. Ugh. He was shocking that game. Like even he, even Liverpool, he was decent, but he missed that big chance. So you can't you can't even say anything. Like he's since that asking him, he's been really really bad. Before that, he was he, he he was doing decent enough. He had the Newcastle performance. He had the Burnley game where he sh- he he actually should have scored another. But I think yeah, this last month he's been really poor in terms of as a number nine. It's just the things that I've been saying since the start of the season. What I want to see with Martial. It's not... The thing is, people say intensity. I'm not... The thing is with that, all I want is just sharpness. When, like... Like, exactly for his goal today. It, that's not intensity. That's just being sharp. Getting across your man quickly. Bang. You're there in front of him. And that's not intensity. That's not doing long runs into the channel and stuff like that. That is just being sharp over a few steps and getting in front of your man and get and getting to the ball and then wait and then when he has the ball at his feet, quicker decisions. If you're going to have a shot, take two touches max, if possible, then bang it. And he just, he starts, he needs to start letting off more shots. With me, the fact is that a lot of it does come from our lack of support behind him, but performances like the last month, it's not going to help him because at, at the end of the day, you have to show your ability to work in bad bad conditions for people to be able to trust you. You see guys like um Obamiang, this guy is working with absolute bums right now and he is still managing to get goals. And that is the work of it and that's not by doing all these that's 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 not by doing all these long runs in the channel or being good hold up playing a couple. That's just hit from him being sharp in the box. And that's all much needs to be. He needs to focus his game in in the box more because he needs to be. the The fact is that when he does get in there, he can be sharp, but he needs to do it more. And that's the thing with him. He needs to be in the box more to be able to be able to be sharp more. If that makes sense, yeah. I, I think he's definitely a nine. I
1: just think he needs to be. He just needs to be a bit more selfish, and I, I'm more disciplined. Yeah, our team's dead, but he just comes to hunt for the ball because he just feels like if I don't get the ball now if I don't come get the ball he ain't going to get to me but he can't he can't play like that and all United nines have done that uh, over the years even Luk- Lukaku who's done it Rash has done it he's played up front Zlatan done it but that's kind of Zlatan's game so he kind of, you could forgive him for that and um, Martial like he just needs this is definitely by far and away his worst stretch of performances because he, I think I think he was good against Liverpool Arsenal actually no, I think he was pretty decent against Arsenal as well um, West Ham was it West Ham? Or Burnley, one of those games, he was absolutely horrendous. City, he was horrendous, and today, yeah, yeah, today he was, he was, he was disrespectful. So um, (laughs) it's a joke, but with him, even. The most promising thing about him is even when he's playing like an absolute bum, he can still get goals. Like he, he can still get goals. But as Elijah says, it's all about what you do in and around the box. Them movements, getting across your front, getting across the front of your man, and he doesn't get opportunities to do that because he's too busy coming deep to receive the ball. Yes, they're man up bums, but you just got you just got like a bum does. Just keep making them runs, keep making them runs, because eventually one of these retails might find you, or somebody makes a mistake, and then you could get in. Like he had to, what two opportunities and he almost scored two goals. Like he's been he's been he's been breezing through his United career of pure ability alone. Pure I think I posted in a group chat he's like one of the best out of all the main attackers in the league. Since he's been here, he's got one of the best conversions and percentages. He converts more than 50% of his big chances. So he just needs to really prioritize just those movements in and around the box. I think that does is there's no is no what's it called um shock that hit him and Ratchford's best players come when they're both in a team. Because at least if one of them's in a box, the other one could go get the ball. And it doesn't help when your best player is injured. But yeah, he needs to show discipline and just stay in and around the area and keep making the movements because he's got the finishing ability if he's right and he's heading. And sometimes if he's left to score goals.
3: Cool. Um, I don't want to hear what you have to say, Seb, because you kind of made it clear when you came onto the pod. So with that being said... Uh, on to the game uh, Against Club Bruges um, Yeah, hopefully we did win that We're not going to talk about that competition Because, you know We're Manchester United, man uh, Other than that, <laughs> thank, you <very laughs> thank you very much For your time this evening, lads uh, I was expecting a much, much more sombre pod But we kind of eventually got there Once we were talking about everything going on Around the pod Pod, you know, everything going on around the club um, Yeah Have a nice evening, peace
0: mm-hmm. What the Damn. hell was that? It. He was that. That was him.
3: <laughs> the guy been wilding. Man. man was been wilding <laughs> since he came on. Man, absolutely <laughs> bang <laughs> out of order. Man. <laughs> 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 Sometimes saving money takes work. Like when you have to walk an extra block for that coffee deal. Or battle pop-up ads to get online coupon codes. But when you switch to Xfinity Mobile, saving money is easy peasy. You'll save up to $400 a year on your wireless
4: bill. And you can even get $250 off when you purchase an eligible smartphone now through January 4th. So you can do the same thing you always do. Just with more money in your pocket. That's simple, easy, awesome. Go online, call 1-800-XFINITY or visit a store today. Restrictions apply. Wireless savings compares to averages of
2: top providers. Xfinity Internet required.